Welcome to Starting Social, the podcast. I am your host, Ellie Blakeney, and I'm a business and life coach for soul-led women who want to not only build an extraordinary business, but also build the lifestyle to match. I am so excited to share today's episode with you, so let's jump straight in. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Starting Social podcast, and also welcome to the very first wine wednesday i am currently sat here with a nice glass of white wine and this is the first episode of brand new series that we're going to have on the podcast every single wednesday so if you want to join in with me and grab a glass of wine or grab your favorite drink these episodes every single wednesday are going to be like a juicy girly lifestyle kind of chatty episode where it's more about me personally or my lifestyle questions that you girls have around things that are going on in my life if you follow me on instagram maybe you want to learn about my past relationship and breakup maybe you want to learn about my current relationship and feminine energy maybe it's about coming off the pill maybe it's my journey with bloating and my skin maybe it's my journey with the house which is what we're going to be talking about today this episode is called my brand new house is falling apart and here's what i've learned but really and truly My house is quite literally falling apart downstairs right now, but we're going to get into all the juicy gossip in just a second. I want you to grab your favorite drink. I want you to share on Instagram stories and tag me at Ellie Blake Coach and at Styling Social. You with your favorite drink, a glass of wine if you want to join us for Wine Wednesday and share you listening to the podcast. I would love to see. And I'm going to pick one winner to win a plan printer planner which is the business planner that I created and it will be sent straight to your door. So my favorite wine is usually a nice like Prosecco or Rosé, but I thought we'd mix it up for the first wine Wednesday. We've got a nice white wine and I've actually got it in a glass from the white company, which my incredible client Zikra kindly got for me as a surprise gift when I purchased the house. So I thought that was very fitting today. If you're watching on YouTube, then you will see in the video um, how beautiful these glasses are. So shout out to Zikra. Thank you so much for these. Um, But yeah, I'm always asked kind of like questions about my life, stories and experience with things I've gone through. And I truly do believe a big part of my purpose is actually living and going through certain life events and then reflecting back having all of these lessons that I can then share with you so you haven't got to go through the same now I'm not saying every single wine Wednesday is going to be like here's what I've learned about xyz but today's episode definitely is like that there's going to be other episodes where it's kind of just like girly vibes you know kind of like Q&A style very casual very chatty um almost like an extension of like an Instagram live so if you want to see me and you want to see the video then go ahead and watch on YouTube I also share podcast clips on the signing social Instagram signing social TikTok make sure you're following us on there and let's jump straight into the episode so as I said today is all about the house drama so you're going to want to take a sip of wine for that White wine honestly has my heart. I know I'm there like, yeah, Prosecco and Rosé is my favorite, but also love a white. Um, But yeah, the house drama, it has been going on now for the last nine weeks of my life. And if you've been following along on Instagram, you will know a bit more of the ins and outs. This episode isn't going to be about everything that's happened with my house, but just as a rough overview to keep you girls on the page that we are on right now. I purchased my first house, the house that I'm in now, July last year, so this time last year, and I was able to get it on my own independently because of the business that I have built 
and the money that I saved through that business, but also the income and the wage that I was able to pay myself through the business, because I'm, of course, essentially an employee of my own company as much as I'm the company director. So it was this whole thing, like, would I get accepted on my own? Anyway, got accepted within the first 24 hours, which is absolutely crazy on its own. And I want to share that because if you're someone who thinks you are going to not be able to get your own house because you're self-employed, that was truly the limiting belief that I had. And I did a lot of work to overcome that and shift my belief. And to my reality, that's exactly what happened. And I did end up getting accepted for the house within 24 hours. Now, if we go even before that, and we rewind back even more, originally, I was supposed to get this house with my ex-partner. Now, we had reserved the house, but before we actually even went fully through the buying process, I had made the decision that I no longer wanted to be in that relationship. Now, when you reserve a new build house and the deposit and the money is there, they are not happy with you pulling out and they will take that deposit money with them if you do pull out. So that was a whole drama on its own of trying to kind of get out of that and then get into a new contract and go through the buying process on my own and all of the things. But we did it and we got there. Maybe that's a whole episode on its own as well. But anyway, so I get this house. This time last year, I moved in July. And... The house is absolutely perfect. I moved in. I was like, oh my God, this is literally my dream house. Like, holy fuck. I have managed to buy my own house at 23 because I was 23 last year. And, you know, if you've been following me for a while, you know, I never had a permanent home growing up as a child. Like, this is all I ever wanted was to have my own permanent house. And I finally get the house. And I'm like, like, I just, I'm taking it all in right. And I'm like, everything about it is amazing it's exactly what I want I paid some money to get a professional snagger round and um, if you've not heard of a snagger before you're not familiar with the term a snagger is just essentially someone who goes around the house um has the expertise and knowledge and experience to know where he should be looking or she or they them should be looking for um kind of like faults that are wrong with the property might be you know cosmetic issues with a little bit of painting might be a bigger issue um structural kind of issues you know we let them do the thing we pay them they go in, they have a look. I had a really nice guy that did one and he said, this is literally the best new build I have ever seen that I've ever snagged, right? And I'm sat there like, I've done well here. I've done bloody well. I've brought a new build because you know the whole, should you buy a new build, should you not? I really wanted a new build for various different reasons. But, and I still stand by and I'm happy that I got a new build, but there was always that worry. But anyway, he tells me, he's like, yeah, this is the best new build I've ever seen I'm thinking I've done good here like I've done bloody good to get this and for it to be built well and I'm just there like relaxed so for the first I would say I definitely had snags come up over the last say nine months there were snags that would come up and site did not deal with those snags to the standard that they should have been dealt with 100% But because I was just in such like a bubble of, oh my God, I've got my own house and I'm safe and I'm secure and I've done this on my own. It was kind of like, I wasn't even deep in it. I wasn't even thinking about it. It's almost like I forgot after the snacks had happened. Then we hit, I think it was kind of like May time. And I'll share a little bit of what happened with the house because this is why I'm Wednesday and we're here for being raw and authentic. So I started to have slugs come through my kitchen. Literal slugs coming through my kitchen. 
Now, the first things the builders said to me when I reported this is, did you have the kitchen window open? Because this has been a very common theme when you report problems and you're a woman who's bought her house independently. Apparently, some builders can't comprehend that. Um, whether it's being a woman, whether it's the fact I'm younger, I do not know, or whether it's just the company as a whole. That's a mystery for another day. But anyway, I'm like, I, you know, I haven't had the windows open. I never have them wide open because I have two indoor cats. Um, can we check it out further? Because, you know, honestly, guys, when this slug came through the first one, something, I remember sending a video to my best friend, Hannah, but something about it just freaked me out. Like the fact, it, it came through the dishwasher and I was like, the fact there is a slug in my dishwasher like that is not right, but it makes so much sense as to why a slug would go in there. You know, it's it's warm. Um, like it's the exact ideal kind of home that a slug would want to go in. Anyway, me and my boyfriend clean, like deep clean this dishwasher out. And we're trying to find how a slug could even get through the dishwasher. Turns out he can't even get through the dishwasher. There is nowhere, no possible way a slug could get through. The reason why he got through is because my dishwasher kind of opens when the cycle is done. So he would have just like slid through um, after a clean cycle was done. We're like, okay. It's not coming through the dishwasher. It's 100% coming through the kitchen. So I push and I push with the builders. I'm like, you need to check this out because at this point I'd have like three or four slugs come through on separate days. And it was always evening. There was no trails or anything like that. Anyway, we finally um, investigate, to which we find there is a leak in my kitchen. And that leak has likely been ongoing since I moved last July. Now, I'm going to leave it as that because this isn't an episode to reminisce on the last nine weeks that this has been ongoing but right now I am in a position where I'm just so grateful that I have this house yes it's been stressful yes I have had many many emotional breakdowns yes right now downstairs there is literally no ground floor um and pretty much everything has been ripped out downstairs and some weeks it's been difficult to live in and things like that but I've definitely lived in worse situations if anyone knows me you'll know the way how my childhood was and how I grew up so and I was always saying to my boyfriend throughout this whole entire process like as shit as this is and as everyone is saying to me I don't know how you're living there don't know how you're doing it I'm like I'm just happy to have a roof over my head honestly I'm so upset with the way the house is yes but also I'm so grateful to have a roof over my head and feel safe in a house like that was all I could keep thinking about basically. Um, so there was various issues. Um, there was a lot of sexist comments that were made to me as well. Um, but it's a whole thing. Anyway, I've done the release ritual on that. I no longer have like anger towards the builders and sites and head office. I think if I was filming this a couple of weeks ago, maybe even last week, it would be a different story. Um I did have a lot of anger built up and I wasn't happy with the way I'd been treated, the way I'd been spoken to and everything like that. Like it just wasn't dealt to the standard that I would have hoped a five-star company would be dealing with a customer. But anyway, it's been stressful and I did a release ritual as part of the three-day glow-up challenge that I did for free last week and um, that I started on Tuesday. That's what I'm saying. If I had filmed this episode, say on Monday, I'd be sat here like completely different vibe. Um, but yeah, we did this release ritual on day one of this free glow up challenge. And I, you know, I hosted this for the community and I hosted it for you girls, but also I wanted to get involved and I wanted to do it myself because these are all things that I genuinely embody offline as well. So as part of my release ritual, I actually wrote a letter to the builders, to site, to head office. I individually named each person. They all had their own paragraph and I just released all of the shit and anger 
that I wanted to get out and I wanted to tell them and I wanted them to know. And I didn't send this letter and I didn't email it, but I instead burnt it. But for me, getting those emotions and those feelings and the things that I wanted to say out of my system and out of my body was enough for me to feel at peace again and for, for me to feel relaxed. Um, and that's what I really needed to do. I needed to drop back into my body because I can't tell you the amount of anxiety I have been feeling over the last nine weeks. I think today is probably one of the first days in a long time that I haven't had any anxiety, but it was just like the nerves almost of like what's going to be said to me this time. You had to be so alert and so on the ball that they weren't going to like take the piss and take advantage anymore. Um, and I was also, I was heartbroken and I am in a way still heartbroken of the situation, but I've released it. And I'm now looking at that light at the end of the tunnel with the house. Um, but I shared this because the free glow up challenge, as I said, we did it over three days. That was just day one, released it. Then day two, we stepped into our higher self and we set goals and we all evaluated the different areas of our life. And then day three was when we cleared pendant energy and we start making action towards those goals. Now, if you're going to go ahead and do the free glow up challenge, you absolutely should. I would highly recommend it completely free, as I said. Um, and the link is going to be in the show notes of this podcast episode. But if you go and do it, please do day one and then day two and then day three. Do not skip it. Please embody everything. You will You will see such a transformation when you truly take the time and energy to do, especially like the releasing. So many of the girls were saying how like they're sleeping better, the like stress and pressure in their shoulders and back have gone so many transformations from doing it and like I go really deep into the release ritual and we do EFT tapping in day one as well um to release any stagnant energy but I also did that practice and that's kind of how I let go of the builder resentment and frustration and now when they come in my house I feel like I'm even talking to them differently because the anger is just not there anymore and I just see them you're a human I'm a human you're trying to do your job I'm trying to protect myself in my house um and that's how we're rolling with it and fingers crossed Actually, by the time this episode is live, my house is actually meant to be finished again and everything's meant to be new again. So fingers crossed it is all done because as I said, nine weeks, back and forth, back and forth, pushing, builders in every single day, various other issues were discovered and it, even brickwork has been redone. Like it's been wild, um, but hopefully that's the end of it. Um, and honestly, it sounds really deep, but I know you can see this is mad, right? Like I can see my own personal growth, which I'm going to talk about in this episode. It's been a very long intro. Um, but I've also seen the builders' personal growth and the way they communicate differently and talk differently, act differently and hold themselves differently. And I think that on its own, like it's de- this whole nine weeks has been such an experience for me, but also I think everyone in the company, especially people that see me on a day-to-day basis, I have seen completely changed, like in a really positive way. Um, so that's been really nice as well. But I'm sharing this episode with you today because I want you to see how such a negative situation, like when I tell you it's been stressful, so many breakdowns, so many tears, so many nights where I was like, and it sounds really dramatic. And I think until you're in a situation like this, and I think especially for me, because the house meant so much to me because I'd never had a home as a child. It was like, I got it. And it was almost like being taken away from me in a sense. I'd worked so hard to get this house and to be able to purchase on my own and have a secure home and provide that something I'd never had as a child. And then it was like, and now everything's going to shit and it's fallen apart and everything needs to be ripped up. And it was kind of like every week a new problem or a new pipe or something was wrong. And it just 
kind of put me into this mindset of like what else is wrong with this house like can I even live here and I think I remember going on to reviews and someone was like it's actually like with their house it was at the point where it was like you're gonna have to rebuild it and they're gonna go in an Airbnb while they rebuild the house and it was like it was scary but at the same time I'm so aware and appreciative of my position that I even have a roof over my head um and if something like that was to happen that I'd even be put into an Airbnb um so it's kind of like toying with both sides it's like you feel heartbroken and you do feel sorry for yourself and you're allowed to feel sorry for yourself and you're allowed to um almost feel feel heartbroken about it but at the same time it's like a bigger picture I mean you tap into that it can really as well help um but yeah this is all about kind of like negative situation taken from it what are the silver lining silver linings what's the lesson here and yes also important to process the emotion as and when it comes up I'll be honest your girl cried a lot shout out to my boyfriend for picking me up and coming to my house on random days and driving over after work in the evenings because obviously at the moment I don't currently live with my boyfriend and just being like an absolute gent and looking after me because I don't think I would have got through these past nine weeks without him and I don't know how much longer this is going to be ongoing for hopefully like I say end of this week we'll be good but shout out to him because he has been amazing but here are the lessons that I have learned from my house falling apart and cheers to that okay so lesson number one of my house falling apart I think my biggest takeaway is that I cannot be gaslit I cannot be manipulated or lied to by anyone any anymore it's not I'm just not even available for it it's not even a possibility not even available for it the amount of people I have dealt with on site builders plumbers all people um head office customer care we're not even going to get into the specifics but (laughs) I cannot be gaslit you can try but it's not going to work I'm no longer a people pleaser and I don't feel bad about it and I think that on its own is such huge personal growth and such a massive takeaway from this is like you cannot gaslight me and you cannot you know hold yourself in a certain way to intimidate or scare me yes I'm small yes I'm a woman yes I may be younger than you but I know what's right and I know the way that I want to be spoken to with respect and I also know that if someone is gaslighting me or trying to manipulate me or lie to me, I will call them out on their bullshit. And I think this has been such a big um, like blessing to come from this because I already knew this, but I think it was kind of just like the confirmation of like, yo, you've seriously grown as a person in this last year or two years. Um, and this is even before house stuff. This is just a situation that highlighted it to me and kind of brought it to my attention. Like, girl, you've put in the work and it shows. Um so like with the situation is like they kept asking questions back like you would ask them a question they would ask you a question back to avoid the question um almost like a politician right like they didn't want to just work with me and be with me on a level now there was a past version of me who was the people pleaser within my family my relationships my friendships And this was like a deep rooted issue, but I've done so much inner work that I can no longer be walking all over. Like I can no longer be taken advantage of. You wanna ask me a question back to my question? I'm gonna ask you a question back to your question. And I'm gonna call you out as to why you keep asking me questions and can't answer my question. And the reason why they couldn't answer my question is because the answer to that wouldn't have put them in a good position. 
But I stood my ground. And no matter how many times and how many, you know, phrases were thrown at me. And one thing that was really said to me, actually, I think that was basically tried to almost like belittle me was, and I won't name who it was, but someone in the company asked me, Ellie, do you know how a house is built? And kind of said it in a way where it's like condescending, like, do you even know how a house is built? little sip of wine um and I said no guess what I don't know how a house is built because that is not my area of expertise my area of expertise is building online business that I have and that is very successful and it's helping women with their mindset and confidence do you know how to do that you want to ask me a question back I'm going to ask you a question back right like everyone has their own area of expertise if you want to try and gaslight me in or manipulate me or kind of belittle me into not speaking up and standing up for myself you're messing with the wrong girl um so that was something that was really interesting it's like I and there were so many things you know that's just one example but there were so many things where it's like no whereas I'm very very sure past Ellie and I worry about other customers on site that if that was said to them they go do you even know how a house is built well of course we don't that's what we're paying you for we're paying you for a service you are a builder um but I'm, I'm very sure like past me would have been like, oh, well, no, I don't know how our house is built. So I guess I'll just shut up and, you know, pretend I can't visually see issues that are wrong with my house. And I'll just keep my mouth shut and I'll stay quiet because that's what they want you to do. Now, the reason why they want you to stay quiet, of course, is because they don't want to fix certain issues. At least that's the impression that I got. This is just my personal opinion. Um, and these are five star builders. They're meant to be top of the top, best of the best. And I will give them credit now that they are Currently, as it stands, there's been a long, long process for us to get to where we are today. And there were very many times where they did not build the house and solve issues as they should have. But I will give credit now. This last week or so, things have actually been moving very well. Um, But that was a lot of fights and a lot of push to get there. So that was number one is like, you can try gaslight me, but it's not happening. Literally not available for it. No longer a people pleaser. I've done the inner work. I've done that deep work. I've seen where the deep root causes. I know where it's come from in childhood. And I've done a lot of work over these last two years to get to where I am today. And that was just me putting it into practice, like me putting it into work. Almost like a test from the universe. This is what I see the whole house situation is. It's like test from the universe being like, okay, you're this confident girl. You teach mindset. You're not a people pleaser. Show me. Right? I was, okay. I'm good. I'm good. Um... And we cried after because it was scary. But it's just like that you processing your emotions and they'll probably get to a point where you won't cry and you'll be like, that felt empowering because it did feel empowering to stand up for myself. Um, so that's the first lesson. Second of all, and I think this is such a good lesson for everyone, you haven't got to have every single area of your life thriving in order to see business success. When I tell you, me personally, like my mental health and my physical state, oh my God, my mental health has literally probably been the worst it has been in, I want to say, since I started my business this last nine weeks. And that's really hard for me to admit to myself because I'd almost thought, I don't even know if it's like even possible to, it definitely is. But in my head, I was like, I beat anxiety. I was literally like, I do not have anxiety anymore because I haven't experienced it in years, right? And then this last, especially um, maybe like the last four to five weeks, I was like, fuck, I remember this feeling too well. I remember exactly how this used to feel. And you, I started having panic attacks again, um, not sleeping, constant, my racing heart, every single day, racing heart, 
and fuck me like if there was like a builder or someone due at a certain time like panic attack before that because you didn't know what they were going to say to you like it, it, it really did build up um but I dealt with it and I processed it and I've become stronger because of it and also I want to share this because it's like I think sometimes we can put certain people on pedestals when they're successful yes I have a really successful business I have amazing clients I've bought the house all of the things yes and even me like the woman who sits here today is a completely different woman to the woman who started her business in 2019 but I was in a very very dark place and I'm not afraid to admit that the last nine weeks very dark place and I'm out of it now very much out of it but do you know what throughout that whole entire time I saw business success business kept growing I still showed up for myself where and when I can um I still had sales literally had like a day where I was like four figure day and I, I'd been crying all day having a breakdown about the house right and do you know what's even interesting is I've actually been showing up less I've been showing up less in my business. I've been sharing more of the lows than the highs than ever, right? I've been sharing more of me breaking down and more of me crying on Instagram than any fucking high you could imagine. And yet people still want to be in my world and people still want to work with me and people still want to learn from me. Why? Because I'm sharing the duality that life isn't perfect and you still get to achieve big goals. You still get to build the successful business even if you're struggling with anxiety. You still get to have all of the clients and the four or five bigger days even when you're in your fields and you're crying and your house is falling apart. You still get to have it. Okay, so I think that was a really, you know, I already knew this, but it was like a confirmation again. It was like that validation of like, Another great example, Ellie, of how your life is all over the place behind the scenes with your house. And, you know, my mental state then leaked into my relationship and my friendships and family and all the things. And I know that. And I've had very open conversations with like my closest friends and my boyfriend and family about that. And, you know, I've said, if I have been different, this is why I take accountability for that. And, you know, normal Ellie is now back and in action. But, you know business was still able to thrive. So what I want to say is, is like the correlation between your personal life and business, you can still have a successful business, even when you're going through the shit. So the next lesson is that a tidy, chaotic house genuinely does mess up my workflow and my peace and my calmness. And as much as I want to admit it doesn't, it does. So with so many issues and so many different rooms downstairs, I basically had to empty out loads of stuff. Um, and in my new build that I'm in, you can't put stuff in your loft. So everything that you would typically have in a loft, I have in this cupboard downstairs. And that also had issues in a need to be left, um, emptied out, sorry, left out, emptied out. So you'd imagine your whole loft emptied out into your living room, your whole kitchen emptied out in your living room, your whole bathroom emptied out in your living room, because this is the only room I could put stuff in. I wanted to keep my office as clean and as normal as possible. This is where I kind of host client calls and things like that and other cool podcasts. Bedroom was like my space where I sleep. That needs to be tidy and stress-free. So I put everything in my living room and it was like you'd go down in the morning. And it's such simple things. It almost sounds silly saying it, but it's such simple things where it's like you go down, you make your breakfast and you can't even really get in your kitchen because you've not got half a kitchen at the moment and your floor's spiking you've got you know and there's water everywhere from the leaks and all the things and you have a, I've got a dehumidifier in that moment and I can completely understand that some people will listen to this and think this is you know not a big issue 
Um, but I think it wasn't at the start, but once you've been living like it for a while and someone like me who really values like a clean, tidy space, it did become like a thing for me where I was like, this is kind of an issue. Like, um, it made me feel really stressed, made me feel really anxious. And I think a lesson I've taken from it is like, I really value a clean, tidy space. And also the hot girl Sunday reset that I do every single Sunday, the big clean and tidy of the house. Some Sundays I'll do it and I'm like, this is amazing. I fucking love it. Like I feel so clean and fresh. Other times I'll do it and I'll be like, this is effort. Like this is hard. This is long. I'm tired. Like, you know, you've just had a weekend. You've maybe been out, whatever it is. Now you're going to sit and clean and tidy your house. But the thing is, I've never not done a hot girl Sunday since I've been in this house until all of this stuff happened. And then I didn't do it. And it's like, the mess is everywhere. And I realized how much of an impact that had on my mind, how I was thinking, I wasn't thinking as clearly, like capacity wise, it felt like there was a lot of pendant energy going on. Um, So it's interesting as well, like how even just my space affected my peace of mind. Um, And now I just value Hot Girl Sundays even more. And I cannot tell you the fucking excitement for when I can do my Hot Girl Sunday again. Um, I just went to B&M today. Um, And I got um, a few like new cleaning products and new sponges and microfibers. And I'm just so excited to be able to do a big clean of the house when it's all tidy again. Um, I've got my windows booked in for like window cleaning, gutter clearance, the fascias de-weed everything because the garden's also getting done brand new now because there was issues with that I'm just going to get this gap looking sparkling clean again tidy the house that I should be and want to and desire to be living in and the next level me is going to be living in um, and the garden that she's going to have and all the things and the front garden and the sparkling clean windows and I just can't wait I honestly can't wait so that was the third thing Fourth thing is I'm so confident in myself and specifically in setting boundaries. Like I didn't even realize it. So, and I think this also links into number five, which is also about my communication skills. So I'm going to put this into like a double one. So four slash five, communication, confidence and boundaries. I'm giving it, I'm rating it a solid 10 because through the constant emails, the phone calls and in-person conversations that I've had with multiple different people, because it's not like you deal with one person when this sort of stuff goes on. And I've literally quite, like, had to fight. I would say it was like a fight to be heard. And I come across so clearly and articulate so well that I noticed a change, as I mentioned in the start, of how people were speaking to me and how people were dealing with me differently. So I'll give one example that I think is front of mind for me. And there was a specific builder that I was dealing with at the time. And he was kind of in charge. It was almost like the messenger, shall we say. Like he was in charge of relaying everything to me from site and head office were also in contact with me. But he was kind of like the main like go-to person who was on site. And say, for example, if he was booked in to come at 2 p.m., I wouldn't hear, he wouldn't turn up at 2 p.m. and I wouldn't hear anything. And then it would get to three o'clock and I still haven't heard anything. And I'm like, you know, ringing, texting, calling. Maybe I've got a client call coming up. This is like very up start of the process of the house stuff. Um, and I'm like, you know, what's going on? Where are you? And oh, this has come up and I'm here. Okay, you need to let me know if something's come up and you're going to be delayed because my time is precious and I'm not going to sit around waiting for an hour. I also work from home and I also want these house issues rectified and I want the house that I've paid for. So it's kind of like, if you're going to be late and think, you know, you're fucking human, of course you're going to get delayed and, you know, shit's going to come up. I'm, 
I'm not mad at that. But text me or ring me or WhatsApp me because, you know, I've got bloody WhatsApp group chat with them all now and everything. Um, like a professional WhatsApp chat um, to report issues and updates and pictures and videos and other things. But, okay, you're going to be late. You let me know. That's basic communication and respect. Anyway, that happened a couple times. I would say by the third time it happened, it stopped. The next time he was running late, phone call or a knock on the door or a text all the time. And I get, and I love it because it's like, I've set that boundary. You're not just doing that for me. You're probably now doing that to every other customer on site that they're going to and resolving issues. Because of course, like I knew was going to have issues, but um, I know like there's people, there's looks, pretty much everyone on my road like works from home and stuff like that. So we're all in contact with each other every day. I've literally become friends with every single person on this road <laughs> pretty much because um, everyone's having, you know, things happen or we're all just supporting each other. So it's interesting how it'll be like, oh, this person was always late and never on time. Now who always is? I'm like, yeah. I made a, quite a big deal about it. Um, and sometimes you just have to speak up and say about it. And this is also another interesting thing. I haven't put it on here, but um, something I want to bring into that is like through conversations I've had with other women and men on site is a lot of people do stay quiet about stuff because they're like, tried reporting that before and they've not taken it serious. Like, I don't really know what else to say. So I'm just going to leave it it's an issue in a house that you've paid a lot of money for. And if you don't get it solved now, you're going to have further issues down the line. Why are you not, you know, yes, it's annoying to have to keep fighting. And yes, it's difficult to speak up for yourself, but it's like, I'm 24 years old and I'm doing it on my own. And everyone's got different, you know, perspectives and how they view things. But I think even that was like a thing for me, like a wake up call where it's like, shit, I'm actually doing this and I'm doing this on my own as a 24 year old girl. And there's, grown men or grown women who and this is no shame or anything like that but it's like they even have the fear to say something and they're being made to feel like they need to keep quiet so the fact that I'm also being made to feel that but I'm standing up against that and standing up for what's right I think that on its own as well was like a massive lesson and also a massive blessing for me and I think this whole thing has been like huge huge blessing in disguise and um, and the final lesson that I learned through this house experience is that my house really is such an important thing to me and I would say like one of my top priorities in life like I am even more grateful for this house despite all the issues that were happening without me even knowing which are now being resolved and rectified but I think there was a time where I was going through all these issues and you know everything's ripped out and you know it looks ugly and you're like well what else is wrong you know and you'd walk in and you could smell various issues and you could visually see various issues and you can't even really walk in the door or go use downstairs or whatever it is and you're kind of like you know your view I remember even like with my boyfriend like pulling up to the house and I just even viewed it differently like through my eyes I would I was seeing the house differently almost like a hatred why the fuck was I hating the house because stuff had gone wrong with it it wasn't my fault and that was getting resolved and it was even like work on that. Like I had to flip the perspective. Like you have this house and I'm, you should be so grateful for it. And I am so grateful for it. But yeah, I think that highlighted it to me even more. Is like, even though it may not be perfect right now and I've gone through this experience, I never wanted this to be my experience for my first house. But in a way it's kind of like, I'm glad it happened because I've had all the lessons and I've had all the experiences. But I think that was a lesson is like this house and my home as a whole without even a house 
in particular, like my home, that's an important asset and priority to me. Some people it's not. Some people love to travel. They love to move around like a bit of a digital nomad or renting places or you're doing Airbnbs or whatever it is. But I'm so grateful I bought and I'm so grateful I have like the permanent home. Yes, I'm probably not going to be here forever when I have children and stuff, but it's my home and it feels like home and I love it despite everything that's gone on I'm so so grateful to even have bought this house and to be able to even live in it and you know sit and be in my own office right now I always used to dream of having my own office like I have literally manifested this and that's a whole thing on its own I don't want to say too much right now why it's going on but I have a feeling I almost manifested in a weird weird way the issues with the house because various things that have been happening or are going to happen from it um I hope I get to tell that story one day. Um, I've shared like little bits on Instagram, but I think it might be part of a manifestation. And this is like a whole thing on its own as well. It's like, sometimes when we manifest something, it's not going to come in. Like the manifest manifestation is not going to come in the way we plan it to come in and the way that we think it's going to come in. Sometimes your manifestation is going to come in when your world feels like it's flipped upside down, when it feels like everything is going wrong that's actually your manifestation coming to life and working for you and it's coming through and it doesn't look like it at the time it doesn't feel like it you're breaking down your experience and anxiety you're crying you feel like everything's going wrong everything's working out you have to learn to trust the process and I think this was like another big thing and lesson for me is like learn to just trust the process and trust that this is happening for me it's not happening to me and now I'm slowly coming out the other side I'm starting to see how things I wanted to manifest and now manifest it. And even me, like my growth. I want to be this certain person that has these certain, you know, personality traits and elements and qualities about me. Well, this experience just enabled me to strengthen those even more, right? So sometimes when you're manifesting and you're starting to lose the trust and you're starting to feel like nothing's working out, just remember that sometimes that's a sign that your manifestation is closer than it could ever be and actually everything is working out and everything is manifesting. So there we have it, the first Wine Wednesday. Turns out it's very difficult to sip wine and chat when you're as chatty as me. Um, But let me know, what do you want the next Wine Wednesday to be about? Drop me a DM on Instagram. I have so many ideas. Like, for example, I want to do an episode on buying a house, being self-employed. I think that would be a really great episode. Also, I think something around um, kind of like coming off the pill. I always get questions about that. So I think that could be a really good episode to have. Um, Also, I was thinking maybe one around like my relationship and feminine energy. So let me know if any of those episodes take your fancy or if you have any other ideas. As I said, Wine Wednesday is more of like a personal chat. What's going on in my life? I'm going to do life updates as well. Like if anything big happens in my life, I'll do a podcast episode. There's one that I'm manifesting that I want to happen maybe like next year or the year after I don't know next year might be fun but when that happens I can't wait to do an episode on that I wonder if you guys can guess what that could be um and also before I head off the doors for Evolve are open if you didn't already know if you've been living under a rock the doors for Evolve are open Evolve is my program all about confidence all about mindset all about holding yourself right girls have gone through this program and told me it has changed their life I've had one client in particular go for Evolve. She struggled to make eye contact. She struggled to even speak to like someone who she didn't know, like a stranger. Comes out of it is literally taking herself on solo dates, making eye contact, creating content, doing videos, talking to strangers, all of the things. 
Her boyfriend even noticed a difference in her. I've also had a client go through who was really struggling with attaching her identity to being a mom. And she kind of lost who she was outside of that and the woman that she wanted to be and become. So that's what we used Evolve for, right? Everyone joins Evolve for a different reason, but it's all about your self-identity, how you view yourself, how you hold yourself, confidence and mindset. And the thing with Evolve, right, is like, it's not just going to help you in your business. It's also going to help you in your personal life. As we have seen in today's One Wednesday episode, it's like, yeah, okay, amazing. My confidence has enabled me to build a really successful business and show up in moments where I felt like giving up. But it's also allowed me to hold myself in a situation where I could have been walking all over with this house. But I was able to hold myself in a very polite, confident, but firm way. And that I wouldn't have been able to do maybe a year to two years ago. I would not have been able to do that. So Evolve is like a hybrid of coaching and training. It's not like any other program I run and it's not something you can join anytime. As doors are open, now is the time to get in. If you're feeling the pull and you want to work on self-image and confidence and mindset, get your ass in the door. Link is in the show notes. You can also drop me a DM on Instagram, but Evolve, as I said, it's a hybrid. So you're not just getting training or in a recorded course that you watch, but I'm actually going to be there coaching you daily in WhatsApp in a group chat with the girls, which is going to be no more than eight to 10 people worked really well for the last round like perfect um and you're also going to get those coaching calls with me so say for example we've got week one we do self-image week two so it'll be a week one self-image training almost like a masterclass style week two you have the coaching on self-image so that's where you get almost like one-to-one time with me ask questions i can hot seat coach you all around you personally so say if you let's take um my client emma for example who had um, she was working around self-identity and self-image or kind of, um, yes, being an amazing mom, but also she is her own person outside of that. And what did that look like? So she might have a specific question on that. But then we might have someone else who's like, oh, I want to be confident um, within my appearance or within my business or whatever that looks like. Okay, so it was all it was all kind of like different things and it's personalized to you. And you hear everyone else's as well in the coaching. So, you know, you get to also lean on other people and take from their coaching as well. But it is that one-to-one time in a small group, which works so lush. And I think in the last round as well, like there was so much group support from the girls. So many of them are literally besties. I've also met loads of them in person now as well, because we all just got on so well as a group. Um, and you have to remember like everyone is there for the for like not the same reason, obviously different reasons, but they're having the same struggle it's all around confidence and mindset that they want to work on and self-image so don't feel like you're in a place where it's like oh your confidence is so low you can't join that's why you should join right um everyone's going to be slightly different some people might be a little bit confident they want to improve it some people might have no confidence at all and they want to grow and build on that okay like there's no wrong or right way it's just that you all have the same end goal in common and that's that you want to become the most confident version of you and you understand that the relationship you have with yourself the way your mindset is directly links to your business success and the success that you see in your life um so if that is feeling good for you and you're someone right now who is lacking that. Maybe you're questioning yourself when you launch something new. Maybe you're questioning when someone doesn't buy. You're worried when you send a DM, like, have you said the right thing? Maybe you're giving away free advice and free coaching all the time. And maybe you just want, you know, you want your business income to increase and you want the business to be successful. Maybe you want your partner to be taking your dates. Maybe you want these really solid friendships. Maybe you want to be able to stand up for yourself and not be a people pleaser, like whatever it looks like. 
then Evolve is for you, okay? The work that we do inside Evolve doesn't just transform your business, it transforms your whole entire life outside of that as well. Highly recommend checking out the um, link in the show notes because there's a whole entire sales page which talks you through the curriculum, the different stuff we go through. And also go on my Instagram at Ellie Blake Coach and go to the highlights called Evolve and you'll be able to see real um, client testimonials, the women that I've gone through. I've also got lives on my feed if you want to check that out. But honestly, there's so many success stories and transformations that have come out of Evolve. And as I said, even I've met some of the girls in person now which isn't a part of Evolve, that was something different. But we met up and the girls are literally like saying to me, to my face, you've changed my life. Evolve has changed my life. Um, So it's such a beautiful, beautiful program and so, so powerful, so transformational. There is a massive bonus right now if you pay in full. Massive bonus, absolutely huge. So if you do pay in full, you will be getting that bonus as well. Um. And there is also payment plans available if you want to split it over a certain amount of months. Evolve is three whole months in my world. It's one-to-one coaching in a group, but you're also getting training. You've also got me on WhatsApp. So you're constantly plugged into my energy and my vibes as well throughout that entire three months. We start in August. But if you're listening to this Wine Wednesday in July, pre-work is going to be up in July for you to get started with. The actual program itself starts in August. So that's when we're going to be starting the live coaching and that's when I'll be posting the trainings and all the things. So if you have any questions, you want to make sure you're a good fit or you already know and you're feeling the pool and you want to trust yourself. And I think that's the first thing of like self-confidence, self-trust is like you even saying yes to yourself and you even following your intuition. If it feels good, you move and you take action. That was like a big thing for me is like when you say you're going to do something, you do it. You say you want to be this next level business owner. Okay, what are you embodying? What are you doing to become that person? You want this dream relationship? How are you acting as a partner yourself? How are you acting as a girlfriend? Okay. How are you treating yourself self-love wise? Because you need to love yourself first before anyone else can love you. So there's so many different things, right? Um, But if it's pulling you and if it's calling your name, I invite you to lock in. There is a link in the show notes. I cannot wait to work with you and I cannot wait to support you. I really hope you enjoyed Wine Wednesday. I'm now going to finish my glass of wine. Tag me on your stories at Ellie Blake Coach at Styling Social. Let me know how you get, get on. As I said, the free glow up challenge will also be linked in the show notes and the link to join Evolve. I do also have a new manifestation course that is coming out. You may have seen it on my Instagram stories, you may have not. But if you want to manifest your dream life, also head to the show notes. I'm not going to say any more on that. I'll leave that for another episode. But if you're looking early today, insane saving. Um, I'm talking like £500 saving. So head to the show notes if you want to check that out and you want to learn about manifestation from me. But other than that, I'm going to love and leave you all. Thank you so much for tuning into the first Wine Wednesday. I will see you on Monday for a brand new episode for a more kind of like businessy episode. And then I'll see you next one Wednesday for another girly chat. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed and you want to be in the chance of winning our business planner, the planpreneur, all you need to do is share a screenshot of the podcast to your story and tag us at Ellie Blake coach and at styling social. One winner will be chosen every single month. See you next Monday for a brand new episode.